Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we started to get this one off the ground, there were a lot of questions. How do you record an episode? How do you get the show into all these podcast apps like Apple, Spotify, and Overcast so people can actually listen to it? I've seen some shows make a bunch of money. How can I? The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor. Anchor's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. It's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use, to the point where you can pull out your phone right now and knock out a solo episode if you wanted to. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Anchor makes it easy for us to record from wherever, whenever, and not worry about unreasonable subscriptions or limits. It's the easiest platform to get your show on all bigger platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You even get to see how your show is doing per episode by how many listens you've received with Anchor's metrics. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join us and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Now let's get this shit popping. What's going on, everybody? This is Greg. This is episode 194 of Young Black and Baller. I'm joined by my host. Hey, it's your girl, Chris Cash. Um, I think my name starts with the same letter as quarantine. Oh, yeah, it's Q. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, I, I wish more people would quarantine. Chris said this. Q said this. I've said this. Y'all don't listen. Y'all should have stayed. Y'all black asses in the house. Yeah, I really do. Uh, um, like, you know, DC is down in phase two, which we should not be in. I can go on and on and on and on and on about how the numbers are not adding up. But, you know, if you're out, wear a fucking mask. It's not, easy. It's not that hard. It's uncomfortable, yes, but it's not that hard. Just put a damn mask on. Put a face covering on. Cover your nose and mouth. Yeah. Take it for someone who's recovered from this crap. It, it ain't fun. It ain't fun. It ain't fun. And not just the physical part, the mental part. Of what if I get members of my family sick? What happens if I die <laughs> because of this? Who's going to take care of my kids? Who's going to make sure that, you know, all of that. So, like, it's not just a physical aspect to COVID. It's not a physical recovery to COVID. It's also a mental recovery, mental health recovery, and, and recovering from recovering from the disease. Don't put yourself in that situation. Just wear a mask and stay home. Absolutely. Stay home. Definitely stay home. But if you can't stay home, protect yourself. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Stay six feet away from people. You know, just the basic shit that people have been telling you for five months, but y- y'all don't fucking listen. So, I mean, you know what? I'm going to try to avoid most of the COVID news because it's coming back and we already had four months of having to cover that shit and we can't keep repeating ourselves, right? 
we need to start here. Um, I wanted to start here because we have an educator, we have someone's in law, and we have Chris with her job that is undisclosed, correct? So we need to do this to start. Saturday, our president had a fucking rally. 45 had a rally. It turned into a shit show. And thank you to the thank you to the all those people who did not show up to it. It made him oh my goodness. Um shout out to the Lincoln Project. Yeah. Shout out to the Lincoln Project. They have been obliterating this orange blob with their ads. I mean their ads have just been like whew. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple there's a couple that I want to talk about. Um But go, but go ahead, go ahead. Why, why I pull it up? Go ahead. <clears throat> I've, I've been what, what I had to do, Q. I took notes. Like I literally took notes about this whole Trump rally thing. And here's the thing: I don't have sports on. I've watched everything I could possibly watch on Netflix. Most of the shows that I like outside of the Shire are not back yet. So I was like, Saturday, I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna make a drink. We we almost smoked weed, Q. This is how fucking theater this whole thing was with Trump. So let's just start with the lies, okay? So we're going to fact check all these lies he said. So first and foremost, Trump said that he shut down the U.S. to all people from China, and then later on in the rally said that he closed it down to Europe, right? Now, we all know that's factually not true. So he never imposed, like, a complete ban on Europe, uh, like, basically European nationals, right? And they were allowed... I'm trying to think, what was it? I want to say, oh God, I'm, I'm trying to think of the travel restriction policies, right? So mm-hmm. he was allowing this to happen. Now, him as a president, I'm sure he has some say so, but at the end of the day, we were exempted European countries. So the fact that he said that he closed it down to Europe is an absolute fucking lie. Well, we can go back to even the, even the, the, the travel ban from China. He still allowed he didn't totally close off travel to China. He allowed U.S. nationals and and the you know whatever to come back into the to come back into the country. So that on itself is a lie. Was a, that's one lie. He didn't completely close travel to China. Yeah. So I, let's just keep going with the lies because the shit is theater. So then he claimed that the Trump administration was responsible for passing VA choice. What we know for a fact is lie, man. Like, so I have friends who work at the department of veterans affairs, right? First and, of all, that, first of all, that law, the, the, the choice act, mm-hmm. the, the specific law he's talking about was signed by president Obama in 2014. Exactly. But here's the thing. He said, you know, he signed that. So he said he's fine, you know, signed the veterans choice bill, right? He actually signed the VA Missions Act, which expanded on the program that he did not start. And he didn't do that until 2018. He's been president since 2016. It took you two years to do that? So that's the well, second. Since, since, 2000, since January 20, 2017. But who's, who's keeping count? <clears throat> I am. Because honestly, Q, I, I, don't know, I know you follow the news a lot. So... I don't know if you heard about what state it was that was shutting down all of their voting booths in their like black demographic area. Uh, Georgia and also Kentucky. Kentucky, yeah. And Louisville, there was only one polling place. 
for a city of 600,000. One. So there's now granted, now granted, now granted, Kentucky did a large vote by mail uh, or absentee had a large absentee, um, absentee voting surge, but still one. I mean, just think, think about it like three, three weeks ago here in DC, mm-hmm. June, June 2nd. There in a city that normally has 147 precincts open on election day. There were only eight polling places. Yeah. Eight. For a city of 700,000 residents. I, I, I just, I don't know, man. Maybe, like, you know, with our political choices and stuff like that, I'm trying to figure out why closing polling stations makes me, like, even more nervous than anything else. Um, a disproportionate of us, you know, already have done, like, the mail-in votes but the people who keep saying that they're going to do them, the people who say they're going to register, they're not going to register. And I'm not trying to live another four years with this motherfucker not, you know, being out of the office. Him being there just really, like, I, I don't know. I just don't want him being reinstated as president with the majority of our population not being able to vote and do the things that we're supposed to do. Uh, yeah, we, we got to get this asshole out. Q, do you know in some states they're allowing mail-in ballots, but they still have to be notarized? Like, that was a caveat. I was like, yo, um, well, I'm trying to think of the state. Oklahoma. So Oklahoma has it where they allow mail-in ballots, but they have to be notarized by public. So even with us trying to socially distance, you still have to be out there doing that. So it's meant to discourage, like, absentee voting. To me, it's just total bullshit, man. I completely agree. Um, I completely agree. But here, okay, so the Lincoln Project, like I said, I, I, wow, they made another, oh, no, that's a gift. Uh, let, me, let me share my screen. Because there's a couple of ads that they've done, and all of their ads have been awesome. All of their ads have been awesome. But there's one special one <laughs> I keep watching over and over and over because it's completely hilarious. Oh, um, enable screen sharing. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me go uh, and change. <clears throat> so all participants can do it. So you can try it now. Yeah, I got it. Is this one? Hold on. <laughs> just watch it. Just, 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 just watch it. it I mean, it is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> the, the, the fact that 
<laughs> that was Trump coming back from 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 Tulsa. Yeah, where he had a whole basically the whole top row of the BOK Center was empty, and he was looking like he lost his puppy <laughs> coming off of Marine One. And, and, and <sighs> Dude in office again for another four years, man. Like watching that on Saturday, I could have been watching football. I could have watched tennis. I could have watched old playoff games. But watching that, not I, I didn't even. I didn't even. I I just looked at the low lights on on uh, on Daily Coast. Um, the one thing that got me like livid mm-hmm. was when the when. Um, he was talking about slow the testing down. <clears throat> I'm trying to find that ad now because yeah, um, Lincoln Project blasted him on that too. Yeah, so I, I don't know how you feel about the whole thing where you said that you know Biden and the Democrats they want open borders, right? Nobody has ever said that. Like, nobody is talking about, like, unrestricted migration. Nobody wants to talk about that, Q. Nobody wants that mainly because we know that Biden proposed the immigration policy for liberation, right? So the fact that he said he's going to do it in the first 100 days and he's supposed to be taking in more refugees, that's fine. But Trump is basically, basically you know, he's saying, no, oh, we don't want borders. Like, no, you want a fucking wall. That's not a border. There's ways of doing things. Then, you know what, let's let's just skip that. Twitter went nuts about this man throwing a glass after sipping it because his hands were too small. I don't know if you saw that shit. That was absolute theater. Yes, little, yes, yes, little fingers. Hey, he must have practiced so hard on Air Force One on the way way to Tulsa. Like, I got to get this I have to get this right because my follow, my cult followers need to see that I can pick up a glass and drink it with one hand. Yeah, yo, that's where the country has gotten to. Where we're impressed when the president can pick up a glass with one hand. How fuck? What? <laughs> this is the alternate universe we're living in. Man. Oh no, that clip was stupid. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I had to restart my modem, but um, a modem. I don't even know if that's what they call it anymore, but um. Donald Trump's base is ridiculous. Like, they're utterly ridiculous. Like, the crowd really went wild. Went wild. Like, you would think it was Rolling Stones or something. Yeah. Uh, Or Bruce Springsteen was performing. Yeah, it's just like, oh, my God. But, like, how are you impressed with stupidity? Like, often. Because they are stupid. (laughs) They are stupid. There's no, there's no other explanation at this point. They are dumb. And that's the type of voters he wants. Because he can trick bag them like he's been doing the last since he came down the golden escalator five years ago. Yeah. Which is so funny, Q, because I know we haven't done an episode in a few weeks, so we completely like, missed the mark when it came to um, like the Drew Brees situation. Right? So Mark Cuban, a couple hours ago, said that Trump wants to run a campaign and Biden wants to run the country. I'd rather vote for the person who wants to run the fucking country. Like, to have a president, not even in election season, still going on rallies and being, like, completely complacent in the fact that he's not a president at all. But, like, 
what do we do, man? We we got a couple more months. Nobody has shot at him yet. Like he's still on Earth. Where do we go? Well, one way is to keep letting the Lincoln Project obliterate him with their ads. There's another one that I want to play mm-hmm. that sums up that sums up Tulsa perfectly. Mm-hmm. Hey, Donald, your campaign manager told you a million fans wanted to come to your first big rally. Turnout in Tulsa? A dud. You've probably heard this before, but it was smaller than me. <laughs> you see the dig on his hands? You Honestly, we're not surprised. We've seen that you're shaky. Can't keep your polls up. And it's getting worse. You talk a big game. The event in Oklahoma is unbelievable. The crowds are unbelievable. They haven't seen anything like it. And can't deliver. Sad. Weak. Low energy. Just like your presidency. Just like you. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Mm. The Lincoln mm. Project needs to have like a donate page on their Twitter. So whenever you like like a tweet, they get a dollar. Because they have not said anything <laughs> that has not. Their ads have been absolutely blistering. Absolutely. And here's the th- and here's the thing. They're f- former Republicans. <laughs> like, it would be unfathomable in any other day and age that Republicans would be coming to the age of a Democrat. But everyone hates Trump, so... Everybody. Everybody. Like, basically, today, there were, like, a couple articles that came out. So, first and foremost, I woke up this morning to find out that federal courts ruled that hospitals have to disclose their prices. So I'm like, all right, like that's something that should have already been known, but I guess we've been, you know, undercutting that for the past like, you know, 400 plus years. Then we have Trump all over again, you know, so the administration for him is ending federal funding for testing sites, even after finding out that 25 states are showing more COVID uh, cases. I mean, look at the states that he went to in the last in the last three days. To, to Oklahoma, Oklahoma on the day that he was there had the highest <clears throat> had one one of the, their highest uh, positive positive case states. Arizona, to- Arizona set a record mm-hmm. yesterday and is setting one and it's on the verge of setting another one today. Yeah. Florida, F- Florida, 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 Florida. They're they're hiding their numbers so that they can meet the metrics to reopen for the fourth of July. Lying about their numbers so that they can reach the next phase of reopening. Because what's next Saturday? Yep, fourth of July. Fireworks Day. Yeah. But the thing is, like, Trump thinks that I guess maybe his strategy is to pretend that the pandemic is over. Even though he knows and everybody else the cases are spiking, right? And people are <sighs> Let me just add, Chris. So I wrote this down because I wanted to talk about it. But do you feel Trump really thinks that more dead Americans means fewer people that can vote him out? Like he thinks just smoking people out is better for his vote number? I hope he doesn't because I feel like his vote is like his base is the most vulnerable, right? Yeah, he's actively trying to kill them. Yeah. He's killing his own. Maybe he's maybe Trump is secretly trolling us all and working for the people. No, like no. just exploiting the truth. <laughs> I think that. Well, he never really wanted to be president anyway. Mm-hmm. He just, you know, his thing was, I, right, I'm gonna run. 
I'm gonna lose badly. I'm gonna lose badly, and then I'm gonna start my own TV network. That was his. That was his. That was his intention. That was his goal. That's what he wanted to do. He didn't want to. He didn't want to win. He didn't want to be president. Of course not. And and, and it's even more so now. He doesn't want to be president. For now, for him, is I'm trying to stay out of jail. Because the minute the minute he leaves the White House on January twentieth, two thousand seven, two thousand twenty one, at twelve oh one p.m., when he's no longer president. Hopefully, prayerfully, yeah. some indictments are coming down on him. I, I just don't get it. For him, you know, he has what he calls the silent majority, right? So to me, it's just ironic because the popular vote is like, it's so much of a more like accurate representation of people who actually vote, even more so than the, electrical, uh, the electoral college, right? So where is he going thinking that? this is going to work out in his favor come election season. Uh, well, he's only president because of 140,000 votes mm-hmm. in three states. The only reason that he became president. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Yeah. So I, I guess the important, well, not even important question. One question I want to ask y'all. Do you feel like you would rather return to lockdown if, like, the coronavirus spikes again? Or would you just thug it out and say, you know what? We're out here and, you know, we're in phase two. I'm going to try to get back to normal as quick as possible. Nope. Uh, nope. I hate being in I hate being in the house. I, I hate being in the house. It, it, it's like another ending um, rerunning of Groundhog Day every day, mm-hmm. but no, couldn't pay me. <laughs> you know, I just had to. Add, you know, I got this question. <clears throat> it was two questions um, with, that I had to offer a response to about um, one how my family was affected because of because of COVID because of me contracting COVID, mm-hmm. uh, um, and then two. What was my feelings of, of thoughts on reopening school in mm-hmm. August? One, we should not be going back to in-person classroom, in-person classroom learning until at least January. That's my thought. That's my thought. And I've said it before, and I will continue saying it. As someone who was taught early childhood, and currently teach first grade. How do you expect three to eight-year-old children who are touchy by nature? That is how they learn. They learn by play. They learn by touch. They learn by close proximity. How do you expect to socially to keep kids socially distant in a classroom, even if you reduce the class sizes to less than ten? There's no way. And how do you expect <clears throat> how do you expect children to wear a mask all day long? I think that that right there, Q, is the underlying thing. Everybody keeps saying they want to get back to normal, but don't nobody want to wear the fucking mask. I don't get that shit. Like, do you want to be in the office for seven and a half hours a day, 40 hours a week, however long you work? with a mask on. Everybody's like, oh, I can go back to work. No, people are thinking more so, 
Saturday and Sunday. They're not thinking Monday through Friday. You know, normal to them is, hey, if I can work from home, that's normal. But when, you know, these offices start reopening, they're telling people, hey, by the way, um, Monday, we're all expected to be back in the office or at least 50 percent. And you're a part of that 50 percent. You're not going to want to wear that mask. All my friends that are on Facebook who were like, hey, man, I got to get back outside. I'm going stir crazy. And it was April. I say, like, yo, it's only been three weeks. Mm-hmm. I've been this for the long haul. Like, I do not mind watching Jean-Claude Van Damme movies for the next four or five months. Because the way that I've seen people, even on vacation, I've seen people not wearing masks. I've seen people walking around talking in close proximity without, you know, keeping a social distance. I've seen people not washing their hands. It's like, yo, like, are y'all crazy? Or am I, like, you know, just seeing things and delusional? So when this, you know, phase 1.5 comes up and people are getting sick or people getting re-sick, I'm just going to be looking like a kid with their thumb in their mouth, like, yo, like, what were they expecting? It yeah, was- it, it's, uh, <clears throat> you won't be, ca- won't be catching me in a place with a whole bunch of people. Yeah, <laughs> I went to a restaurant on Sunday outside, and even that felt a little weird. Like, I was just like, mm. Luckily, nobody else was there. Nobody else was there. We were the only ones. And I've I've done too. I'm, you know, I went to one of my, I went to one of my favorite bars, and it was outside. Um, Mm -hmm. But I had my mask on the entire time, like basically the entire time, unless I was uh, eating or drinking something. Yeah, like I saw, like with you, you went hiking and everything. I was like, oh great, like she went hiking, but she had her mask. I know. Mm -hmm. I definitely had a mask. Just because I did not have it um, in those pictures, but I definitely had a mask. Taking <laughs> a picture without the mask and literally being mm-hmm. without, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, we're on vacation, we're going to the beach or something like that. We usually carry the mask with us. So even though we're sitting in close proximity with each other, other people are at a distance. So if we have to stand, but you're, but, but here's the thing with close, like if you're with members of your family, mm-hmm. that's one thing. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But if you're around people that you don't know, no, nah, damn it, put your mask on six feet. Right, right. The, the wildest thing that we haven't been like downtown where we are. I know I haven't been. So we went down there yesterday, and I'm just literally, and I lost fingers and toes on how many people I could count. And didn't have and it wasn't mm-hmm. like chin or in their hand and stuff like that. There was just no mask at all. So I'm. In my head, I'm trying to picture people trying to walk into establishments that have, hey, you in here. And mind you, shops, restaurants, and stuff like that. Where in the hell? Because I'm sure if you're staying in a hotel, they're probably telling you in order to enter the lobby before you get to your room, you have to have a mask on, right? Mm-hmm. Want to eat dinner, even if it's outdoors, before you even go sit down, they're telling you you need to wear a mask. Just because you're right. outdoors and you're eating dinner and lunches like that doesn't prevent like you from having a mask. So the fact that people want to die, it's completely fine with me. So going into that, going to first forty. Here's the first one. This is really a state. This is more so an airline. So a certain airline bans passenger was asked to get off his flight for refusing to wear a mask on board. It's the airline. Good. 
which airline do y'all think did that? Uh, say it again. Yeah. So an airline bas- uh, bans a passenger who was asked to get off of a flight for refusing to wear his mask on board. United Spirit. Spirit. Damn. Y'all both wrong. American Airlines is temporarily banning a customer who was kicked off of a flight in New York this week for refusing to wear a mask on board. I knew it was American or United, but I couldn't put my finger on one because that's where all the uh, the white people go. Good. Ban them. Don't get on. Don't. Don't be in public without a fucking mask, especially on a damn aluminum tube that's called an airplane <laughs> where you got recirculated air. Yeah. So the the idiot by the name of Brandon Strocker, a conservative activist with close to 400,000 Twitter followers, declined to say why he didn't want to wear a mask on board. To me, this is not a battle or a war with American Airlines, he said. When I was asked to get off the plane, I just got off the plane. I didn't resist. That I understand if that's their rules, that's their policy. He tweeted on Wednesday, I was just removed from my flight for not wearing a mask. The first time this has happened, not a federal law. Here's the thing. You're on a fucking plane without a mask. And every and other body, everybody else is on there, too. I, I, we, we, we circulated air. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. Like, you know how your parents used to say, you know, if all your friends jump off a bridge, would you? At this point, this is one of those small circumstances where if your mom says, if all your friends are wearing masks, would you? Yes, I would wear a fucking mask. It, it, <clears throat> in my life, sure. So the fact that American Airlines said in a statement that they reviewed the incident on board the flight, and as a result of this review, he will not be permitted to fly American as he failed to comply with our stated policy and crew member instructions. So that means somebody on the plane told him, you need to wear a mask. So instead of him just saying, I'll, I'll wear the mask for the flight, he just got no, off the plane. You have to have a mask on as you're boarding. <laughs> yeah. As you're boarding, they won't let you board without a, without a mask. Which, which makes it worse, Q. If you have to board the plane with a mask, nine times out of ten, you need to have the mask on throughout the duration of the flight. Which means this asshole went through, you know, the whole process of getting on the plane and being boarded, wore the mask. Then he got to a seat and felt like, hey, I'm good now. I'm going to just take this shit off. It's not how it works, sir. My again, let me let me remind those for those um, for the idiots in the back of the church who's who's asleep. Mm-hmm. You're on an airplane with recirculated air. Mm. You can't open a window at thirty five thousand feet. Exactly. There's nowhere to social distance when there's people three feet to the front, the back, and the side of you. For however, that's why flights. That's why flights. That's why flights are empty. They're mm-hmm. only selling. They're only selling forty percent of seats. So that can, one person sit here, another person two rows back. Q, you can get a round trip flight to LA right now for $135 from DCA to LAX for $135. Okay, that's wow. Let me, let me, um, let me, let me go to kayak real quick. <laughs> like, if all it takes, <laughs> you say I'm out. If all it takes for you to do is just wear a mask, if you have the hundred and thirty five dollars, you know what? I'm fine. I, I do not mind breathing my own air. Like I know Yeah, I, I can breathe my own recirculated air in my mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm not going you know, I get Did you guys see the woman who had the plastic bag on her head? Yeah, I saw plastic 
Wow. Okay. She, she had a mask on and then a bag over her head. She, she's trying to follow the rules. I'm com- I'm completely. Look, look, it, yeah. I mean, it, it would be easier for you to buy a face shield. Yeah. <laughs> it, it would, but hey, when in doubt, like do what you can. Do what you can. So let, let's get to this next art. This next first forty-eight. So, um, Q, you'll get a kick out of this one, Chris. Too. Um, a man was arrested for attempting to barbecue child molesters. Why do you have to get arrested? Memphis? Yeah, I'm saying no. Uh, Texas. Texas? What you got, Q? This has to happen in Florida. Q, you are absolutely right. This happened in Florida. So I'm going to kill you, child molester, screamed Jorge Porto Sierra as he poured gasoline on the door of the friendly village inn in Osceola County, Florida. With a cigarette in hand, Porto Sierra continued to dump the flammable gas all over the premises in hopes of settling, uh, I'm sorry, of, in hopes of setting the property ablaze and burning the sex offenders that were in there to death. Good. I, I, see, I don't see an issue with that. Yeah, me either. He said he intended to barbecue all the child molesters by setting them on fire and killing them. But the police foiled his plans. Damn. Get, get that man a medal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, look, I'll buy you a beer when we're allowed to be around people again. And- Cheers. Yeah. Next one. A man throws a large pickle at a highway worker, police says, and now he is facing an assault charge. That's the first 48 state. A pickle? A pickle? Michigan. What you got, Q? Uh, Georgia. This happened in Massachusetts. Uh, Vermont State Police responded to an unusual drive-by incident Monday at the Massachusetts state border. There around 6 p.m., uh, an, inter- uh, an agency of transportation employee who had been working a detail on US-7 in Palmo, Vermont, told troopers that a passenger in his vehicle had thrown an object in him. What was it? It was a large pickle. I wonder what kind of damage a pickle would do to you. Let's see. Um, maybe smell like a pickle? Would it take... I mean, it smashes and you have pickle juice all over you. What? What? I, 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 oh God! Oh God! Honestly, <clears throat> I, these are two stories I can get behind, though. But sure. Here, here's another one. Here, here's our next first for you. Um, we only have one of uh, one other after this. I got things so, I want to do, sorry, me, but student loans are holding me back. So. A man's, a man's bladder exploded after holding in his pee for 18 hours after a beer binge. Mm-hmm. Louisiana. Nah, this, this is definitely in, in some hick town in um, uh, uh, Nebraska. This happened in Connecticut. Okay. Apparently, you know, after having searing abdominal pain, the guy had a CT scan that revealed that his bladder was torn in three places. The pee-induced pain was so intense that he was unable to uh, he was unable to lie flat, and he failed to relieve himself 
of his massive urine reservoir despite several attempts. I have questions. I, I, I'm so wait, so you know what, never mind. <laughs> the 40-year-old man identified as only Mr. Who reportedly fell asleep, hum, passed out after downing 10 bottles of beer during a heavy drinking session the night prior. Ended up in the hospital with his bladder torn in three places because he passed out for 18 hours and held his pee after a binge beer drinking session. Okay, so one, you should not binge drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you should not binge drink. Um, I need to take my own advice on that. Um, two, get up and go to the damn... Fa- you know what? Never mind. Never mind. Leave that one alone. I've been trying to find answers, my friend. I, I, I truly try to find the answers, but I can't. It, it's hard. So let me see. Um, I can give you all this. One. This is just a bonus. Richmond man was caught cannibalizing his grandmother. That was it. Wow. Yeah. That's too close. Yeah. That, yeah. City resident was arrested on Monday afternoon on suspicion of murdering and cannibalizing his own grandmother in an incident that horrified investigators. The suspect, identified as Dwayne Wallet, 37, was arrested a little bit after 2 p.m. on Monday after Richmond officers allegedly caught him in the act of eating his 90-year-old grandmother, Ruby Wallach. Police are unsure of a motive and are continuing an investigation. Asking what the hell is wrong with people? Yes. Yes. We... The million dollar question is why are you trying to eat your grandmother or anybody? <laughs> Maybe he was hungry. So no. <laughs> That's mental illness. Right there. That's definitely mental illness for sure. Unbelievable. So we, we've gotten through first 48 without, you know, a Jersey. We had one Florida. So that, that's good. Um, where were some other ones that I wanted to get, throw out there? Um, I don't think I have any other ones. Oh, so apparently post office workers were hospitalized after someone tried to ship a package with old fruit. But, I mean, it is what it is when it comes to that. So, uh, let me see. So, what else do we have on our docket that I wanted to talk about? So, first and foremost, Q, you and I and Chris have said for the past two years that the Washington Redskins need to change their name. With everything that's going on in the world, Daniel Snyder has said that he is not and he refuses to change that name. Then no one should support the Washington, the Washington football team. Absolutely. Absolutely. At some point, like, the only way to hurt them is hurting their pockets. <laughs> Next article. D.C.'s congressional delegate wants problematic Lincoln statue in part. Now, us living in D.C., how do you guys feel about having the Lincoln statue? You said the Lakers, what? The Lincoln, what did you call this? The uh, Lincoln. The Emancipation statue. Yeah. So, oh, God. <laughs> post this on our Facebook. I will also share it on the screen so you can see it yourself. Honestly, as many times as I've walked past it, I never even like looked at it that closely. This is a wild fucking statue. It is a statue of Abraham Lincoln with a slave kneeling at his, you know, at his feet, shackled to his leg with the word emancipation. 
Oh, hell nah. How come I've never seen this joint? Hell nah. We need to... Where is... Is it still there? It's still there. They been- Oh, nah. I'm about to send out the word. Yeah, that has to go. That has to go. Where's the petition? Do you see that? Look at him looking like a helpless ape. He looks like an ape. Mm-hmm. It has to fucking go, man. Now, that was in 2017. Now, obviously, this isn't a live photo. For the past, I'd say, seven or eight days, people have gone and tried to tear it down. But the issue is since it's like, I don't say it's encased in the cement, because it's on top of like a like a five or six foot tall like mantle, but it's actually in, you know, the cement as well. So you have to end up probably you can't even knock that down with like a bat or something. Somebody has to set fire to it or something. But it has to go. That definitely needs to go. What's our next article? Um, da, 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 da. Officer scrambles for answers after pulling a man over for going 65 in a 70 mile per hour zone. Let me see if I can find this clip. In the meantime, we will find another article. So, oh, we already talked about Trump's rally, so we got to worry about that. Q, do you have any numbers as of now about this COVID update, at least for the D.C. area? Um, so yes, so in DC, according to the latest data that came out today, um, the latest data for today shows the total number of positive cases, 10,128, um, and 541 deaths. Um, and I don't know Maryland or Virginia, but I know Maryland is, is way, I think it's over 50,000, 40 or 50,000. So um, it's going to continue to go up. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I guess since we'll get back to the whole other situation, but y'all are familiar with D.L. Hughley, uh, right? So apparently. Oh, yeah. So. He did a live show. He had a small audience, similar to how Dave Chappelle did for the 846 special, only to find out that, you know, he passed out and he ended up contracting COVID-19. Days later, his son says that he also tested positive for COVID, which leads credence to me. It's like, wait, if you know, regardless of what you are, singer, rapper, artist, um, musician, whatever you want to be, wouldn't you go and get yourself tested before you start doing live shows and stuff like that? Well, just don't do them and do them on Zoom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But then he said he didn't even have any symptoms or anything. He just passed out. Yeah. He said that he was like asymptomatic, which com- completely fine. But you can still get tested. That looks like something that's kind of like mandated everywhere. Go get fucking tested. Before I went on vacation, what did I do? Go get tested. What other people need to do? Go get tested. So now himself and, you know, him and his son both have it. And, you know, we're sending our well wishes and hoping that they're doing well and they're improving. But this just leads credence to me that people need to stop trying to get back to normal until they get a vaccine. 
I don't know what's so hard about that. Like people should have gotten it. Just, just stay home. Just stay home. <laughs> it's, it's really not that hard. Do you value your life or going to brunch? Like them pancakes and shit can wait. Well, make them uh, make them at home. <laughs> Not that hard. <laughs> Q, you'd be surprised how many people have been at home for four or five months quarantining and have yet to learn how to cook. It's a sad thing. YouTube exists too. This shit is wild. Q, I follow Sam the Cooking Guy. One day I was like, you know what? I want to have carne asada tacos. You know what I did? I went on YouTube. I Google carne asada tacos. Got the recipe. Wrote it down. Went to the grocery store. Got all the stuff I needed to get. Got it from home. You know how much it cost me at the grocery store? Twenty-eight dollars mm-hmm. for all that stuff. You know how much look, you I, 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 get it at a restaurant? Probably just as much, and you only get three. Look, I um, I'm getting echo. I made macaroni tuna salad. Now I never made it on my own. When I tell you, cool Jesus, was it was it the bomb? Oh my God. <laughs> COVID should teach you, like, if you have, if you don't know how to cook, learn, and you have nothing but time. You literally have all day to cook. You can spend from 12 o'clock in the afternoon to 4 o'clock in the evening grocery shopping and perfecting your recipe. It's not like you're rushing at 5, 30, 6 o'clock when you get home. You have all day to learn, but people won't. So, I mean, hey, y'all go ahead and enjoy them brunches. Greg is going to have a cookbook by the end of the year that I'm going to publish with all the stuff that I've discovered. Trust me, between like my mom, my mother-in-law and my aunt, like I, Q, I had, you know, usually I get like chips and salsa and stuff. Right. So my aunt made this like black bean dip with like, the shit was good. Okay. It, it, It was so good. Like she had to make a second batch and hopefully when I get home, I can like replicate it. The reason why is because you're you're learning things, but whatever. Oh, I'm definitely when I go because I'm going grocery shopping after this. <laughs> I'm definitely making another batch of that macaroni tuna salad. That's oh my god! Oh. Yeah, people have to learn instead of when you go grocery shopping, shop the perimeter and then go down the aisles. Don't go in and just go straight to the frozen food and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna get me DiGiorno's and you know two boxes of ice cream." No. Like, that's how you end up, th- you know, gaining 35 pounds. Like me, I gained some weight during quarantine. You know why? Because I've been cooking for myself, even though some shit hasn't been healthy. But, you know, for the most part, there are other people who be like, Greg, I, I gained 35 pounds. How? How the fuck did you possibly do that? Uber Eats. The- and you know, you know the beautiful thing about Uber Eats is Twin Dragon is on Uber Eats now. <laughs> See, you're not doing this, Q. We're not doing this with you. So we- yeah, that's what I did. I ordered... <laughs> I ordered four egg rolls, two for me, two for my sister, some chicken, some wings, oh and some comedy and a combination fried rice last night. And I might do it again. In the, I might do it again tonight. Oh my god! So, <laughs> let, let's go to this next article. So, I don't know if you're familiar with NBA Young Boy, right? So, NBA Young Boy and Jay Prince have been going at it for the past like you know, three or four nights. Uh, basically what happened was NBA young boy ended up getting robbed. So they took car keys for two of his cars and they took the umbrellas out of the car because I'm assuming it was just like for proof that, Hey, you're, you know, accessible and you can be touched. Right. So Jay Prince said, you know, let's have a meeting to NBA young boy. You know, I found the person who robbed you, blah, 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 blah. They're willing to give back the stuff. You know, let's meet up and talk. 
NBA young boy said, no, why do I need to talk to y'all? Like, whatever. Like, I, you know, I don't need them keys. Cars come with two set of keys for that reason, right? Basically, Jay Prince goes back and says to him on Instagram something that was really haunting. Like, now, mind you, Jay Prince is about like 60, 65 years old. So a 65-year-old man talking to NBA young boy who's like 25, right? Really weird. I'm going to play this clip. You took my kindness for weakness because you're a dumb boy with limited thinking ability and disrespectful. You're talking slick and acting like you and your brother wasn't down with me letting it be known you were mob ties connected. But I talked to your brother and I believe every word he said about you knowing because he's been solid with me. I've known your brother for years and never witnessed no weak shit. So OG3, we good. But you seem to be dumber than a box of rocks. So you despise wisdom. What you should be mad about is the lie you live in. And the weak-ass security being asleep in front of your house. I bet he lied to you about being asleep. That's free game. I just gave you, but it probably went over your head. Let me say this to you, little homie. You're not a friend or enemy today. Let's keep it that way, no matter how hot it gets in Texas. By the way, I'm minding my business. You're just too dumb to know Texas is my business. And I will give you whatever you ask for, good or bad. I'm done. I see you took my kind. Okay, um, yeah, so that was the clip. That shit was as eerie as you could possibly imagine. More importantly, uh, why? Why? Um, so Twitter went nuts. People- bored, bored, bored. Yeah, I'm just bored at this point. <clears throat> Mainly people were saying that Jay Prince is like he's 60 years old, he's beefing with a 20-year-old, and why is he trying to scare him, stuff like that. Thinks that he's Scarface or Ghost from Power and stuff. Um, he sounds like he's Scarface. Yeah, I, I don't. Or the Godfather, like just the pinky type. Yeah, maybe they need to have that conversation because it's one of those things. Why? Like some things the internet don't need to see, and that's one of them. So I'm hoping that they clear that up and they work it out. Because man, like some shit's just not for the internet at all, at all. Um. Other than that, I don't think we have any other doctors. So Ocho Cinco is giving stimulus checks out to people since Trump won't. Congratulations. That's good. You can send one my way, Q's way, Chris way. Um, we will. I definitely left my cash up on that post. Absolutely. I was like, yeah, I need that. You going to give me $1,200 for free? I will take it. I will take it. So this is the part of the show where we do what's bothering us. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, I don't have anything personally bothering me right now, so I won't say. So. Q, what is bothering you? Did you ass? Did you idiots and assholes want to wear a damn ass? Go stay home. It's not hard. Lots of stuff on TV. If not, watch Netflix. Learn how to cook. Just stay home. <laughs> and if you need to go out, wear a fucking mask. Stay six feet. Stay six feet away from people. Stop taking this, 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 stop taking this damn virus 
not serious. Like, stay home, save lives, wear masks, learn to cook. Mm. That's it. Very easy. Chris, what's bothering you? You know what's bothering me? Like, um, this whole division well i wouldn't even say division in the black community because that's not what it really is it's just like what's bothering me is everybody has an opinion on something so recently i said to one of my friends like hey i'm rooting for everybody black and i don't care if you're poor rich black trans straight gay bi whatever the fuck you are if you're black i'm rooting for you and they got mad at me and attacked me on Twitter because I said that. And I'm like, yo, why are you attacking me? Because I feel like I want to root for whoever is black. It's like, well, black men have inflicted a pandemic of, or, upon us. I was like, I don't think so. Because, I mean, that's just not my like experience with black men. And I feel like I should be able to speak my experience without getting, like, bashed or trashed because I'm sorry I'm not rooting against them. But, yeah, that's what's bothering me. Dang. That's that's really fucked up, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, it is fucked up. It's like you can't even root for somebody – like. I can't even say, yeah, I support black women and men without them saying, well, you need to support black women more because black men shit on you all the time. Like, come on. Like, no, they don't. Well, they don't shit on me. I'm sorry. It's like, well, they shit shit on black trans people. I was like, well, I don't. And I support black trans. So what do you want me to do? Not support black men because they don't support black trans. And I support both of you guys. Like, no. That that argument, Q, I'm sorry, because it's always bothered me when people are like, oh, you don't speak up. You know, I'm like, y'all keep wanting people to speak up, but what if people just don't know or have the words to say? Mm-hmm. Rather just not say anything. Like, you, you condone them, you know, advocating for you, but some people, they can't advocate, but the best way of advocating is just to not say shit. You're like, hey, I'll do what I can. I can donate, and I can sympathize, I can empathize, but I'm not the person to put on the front lines when you need an explanation. Like, you and I can attest to it. Like, some things are just better to just let people get their shit off and you don't have to say it for them. So, I, I don't That's know. true. You're right. You're right. There's a lot of people like that, though. They like to, oh, well, if you're not on our team, if I'm like, what if I just don't want to be on the team? I want to see it from both sides without having to cause conflict between each one. I don't know. It, it's it's just weird. Hopefully, the world gets to a point where you aren't like condemned for not having an opinion on every single thing. So, one of these days. Anyways, do y'all have anything else y'all wanted to get off your chest before you get up out of here? Nah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, just Black Lives Matter and buy Black July third. <laughs> Absolutely. Q, what you got? Anything? Stay home, wear a mask if you go out. Perfect. And on that note, this has been episode 193 and 194 of Young Black and Father. I'm Greg. Where can they find y'all on social media? Yeah, you can find me at Chris Cash DC on Instagram and at Viva La Marie on Twitter. 
uh, on that thing with the bird. QDZ1906. And um, fuck you, Facebook and Instagram. <clears throat> and like that, we are out. See you next week. <laughs>